friends, welcome to the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Candy Taylor, and I am so glad you're here today because we're continuing on in our series talking about a call to prayer. Last week, we talked about Daniel and how Daniel's life had really been built around prayer. Uh, if you remember, we talked about how he went to his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he asked them for help uh, in praying to the Lord that Daniel would have the ability to interpret the king's dreams and therefore spare their lives. We also talked about how Daniel had set rhythms that were been, had been built into his day, uh, where he went and got away from everything and went and prayed to the Lord three times a day. And then we saw how his enemies even recognized that. They came up with this whole decree to try to put a kink in his relationship with the Lord uh, by not allowing him or permitting him to pray to anyone other than the king, and Daniel just refused. And the consequence was to be thrown into the lion's den, but we saw what God did there. This week, you're going to be continuing on with our series, A Call to Prayer. And we're going to be talking about how do we get to know God through prayer? And maybe what are some steps to help us get to know God better? So, let's get started on the Not About Me podcast. Do you know that many other religions other than Christianity pray? Everyone at some point, regardless of their religion, has prayed. Because there's this natural draw to prayer. It's a spiritual connection that we all have this desire to see. Jesus, even when he was being getting ready to be crucified, he spent a lot of time in prayer. And in praying to God, he said in John chapter 17, verse 3, Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Well, how do you get to know someone? Think about when you met your best friend, maybe your spouse, um, how did you get to know them? You didn't just walk up to a perfect stranger and say, you know what, I trust you with everything I have. Uh, let me give you the keys to my car, my home. Here's my money to hold on to. Um, let me show you all my scars on my heart. Uh, let me just pour out my whole life story to you. No, we don't do that. That would be crazy. In either case, you learn to enjoy those people by spending time with them, by asking questions, by listening to responses, um, by watching their behavior in certain situations. You know, and that takes time. You have hours, days, uh, months, even years sometimes that add up, and they really show who that person is. You see the deepest parts of their heart. You see the scars they have, what you've been through. You share similar circumstances and what has shaped you and what has shaped them and now has shaped your friendship or your relationship. God has known you for a long time. The Bible says in Psalm 139, 16, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. The relationship with God started long before you or I even chose to acknowledge it. Long before we could speak, before we could think, uh, before we were knit together in our mother's womb, before there were air in our lungs or a beat in our chest, God was there. For some of you, you're still new in this relationship with the Lord. You're getting to know God, our Father. And I want you to know that is perfectly okay. There are still others who have been Christians all their life, but haven't really developed that intimacy with God. Still others feel that they've just sinned too much, or they've sinned so bad that they struggle with feeling worthy and getting to know God. I want to give you some steps to help you get to know God through prayer. And the first step is just to get around other believers and to be committed to praying with them. 
we just had a conference at our church over like four days. And every night our small groups try to get together and pray together after the sermon. Everyone took turns, and it was really, really moving and encouraging to hear other people pray. We see this in Acts chapter 1, verse 14, that the early church was devoted to prayer. That verse says, they all joined together constantly in prayer. And I just think how powerful that is, how encouraging it is. We see again in the next chapter, chapter 2, verse 42, that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. And then we see later on in the same book, some powerful things happen when people are gathered together and are praying. But we're going to talk about that in a different episode. But I want you to see just how important it is and how powerful it can be when God's people meet together and pray. Another step is just praying scripture. There are so many beautiful prayers in the Bible. Jesus even had to teach his disciples how to pray. And we can find that in Matthew 6, uh, verses 5 through 15. And this is what Jesus says. And when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners just to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts. And we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And there's a lot to unpackage that, but I just, wanted, I just wanted you to see that Jesus even had to teach his disciples, and there's a lot there that's really good. And that would be a great thing for you to start praying. Uh, God, what you want done, what your will is, as much as it's your will in heaven, bring it here on earth. Give me what I need. Forgive my sins. And that is powerful to pray. Paul, he also asked for specific prayers, and he had great prayers for the people he went to, to preach to. And, and one of my favorites is found in Ephesians, and that's in Ephesians 3, uh, verses 14 through 21. And I just wanted to read that real quick. He says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And I just thought that was a cool prayer. That that's Paul praying for other people to have strength, to know just how much they are loved by God, um, 
and then to know his power. And that that is so beautiful. So praying scripture is a great way to learn to know God through prayer. The last step I want to suggest is to be, as it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, which is a super short verse that simply says, pray continually. Now, I hear you uh, because I have said the same thing. There's just no way I can do that, right? I mean, I have to work. I have to go to school. I have to focus. I have this and I have that. And we just list out a million things. But here's the challenge. Invite God into those spaces. Your prayers don't have to be long or loud and elaborate. Um, I mean, Jesus told his disciples that. You're not praying on the street corner to be heard. You're praying to God your Father. So just a simple little prayer. And it doesn't have to be long. Just God, show me what you want from me in this setting. Or, God, help me be a light. God, I can't do this by myself. It can be while you're driving. Lord knows in my hometown, we pray a lot while we are driving or riding around. Invite God where you are. If you're in the gym, if you're studying, uh, if you're out for a run or walk, just open your eyes and just start talking to God. Make it simple. Lord, just thank you for eyes to see, for ears to hear, for the physical ability to be able to do these things I'm doing now. Uh, for my mind to be as sharp as it is, Lord, help me just to appreciate the things that you've blessed me with. Just invite him in the space. The challenge will probably be more of blocking out the distractions. Our preacher told a story about Beethoven one Sunday, and this has stuck with me ever since. Most of you have heard a piece of Beethoven's work. Now, I can't identify, like I can't list out the title of a particular work of Beethoven, but I can recognize if it's something I'd have associated to him. Did you know that Beethoven went deaf sometime in his 40s and that some have argued that his best work is from after he lost his hearing completely? Why? The pastor argued that this is because he wasn't distracted. No one was standing there telling him that his ideas were stupid uh, or his sounds were terrible. Uh, nobody was trying to pull him out of his, you know, grab his attention and pull it towards something else. He didn't have that. Uh, so what are some distractions that we need to remove from our lives? What would you do if it was just you and God and there were no distractions? One final thought. I know that we are busy people. In some mornings, it is so hard to get going. Uh, you slap that alarm 50, 11 times. Uh, but maybe you're chasing kids or your pets around and you or, or you just woke up late. Uh, maybe you find it difficult to get alone because somebody always needs your attention. And I just want to tell you this little secret. Uh, a great time to be in prayer is while you were in the shower. Listen, I know it sounds crazy, but I can certainly testify that sometimes that's when I have my greatest conversations with the Lord. Also, another thought is just when you're driving down the road, turn the radio off and just start praying. Don't close your eyes, of course. That would be really bad. Uh, but just so you and God have that time, I promise you will see the difference in your life. Remember, we are so blessed to get to know the God that created us, who loves us and wants a relationship with us. He has called us to love him and love our neighbor and to live a life not about me. Well, guys, I love this series on prayer, and I hope you guys are too. I really do want to encourage you to pray with other people because it is so uplifting. Not only does it help you get to know God, it helps you get to know other believers around you and to know that you're not alone, you're not you're not the only one dealing with life issues or the struggles that are in your mind, the, the attacks of the enemy. Um, I know it decreases my anxious heart and mind when I'm able to pray with other people or have others pray for me. 
if you guys like today's episode, you already know what to do. You can like it, comment, share it with friends and family that are maybe struggling with prayer as well. Or maybe you just want to have someone to hold you accountable to prayer. Um, I highly encourage you to find a prayer buddy. Um, my sister has one, and she talks about how uplifting that is to pray with her a prayer partner every single morning. So I encourage you definitely to do that. You can find us on Instagram, or you can shoot us an email to notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com, because we would absolutely love to know what God is doing in your heart and in your life. Next week, we're going to be continuing on in our series, A Call to Prayer, and hopefully, I know I, I teased this last week, but hopefully we're going to be having a bonus episode out for you guys real soon. So, join us again right here on the Not About Me podcast. Mm-hmm.